0: Hey, you're listening to Parenting Differently, the podcast for cycle breakers. I'm your host, certified parent coach, Jeanette Patillo. This is the podcast to give you everything you need to know to break the cycle, how to be more calm with your kids, how to teach them healthy emotional skills, positive discipline strategies, and anything you need. Let's get to it. Hey y'all, welcome to the podcast. I hope that you guys are having a good day so far. Um, So I wanted to talk about something that I feel like is very missed by a lot of people. And I don't know, I feel like that people don't see the importance of this, but I wanna talk about how to effectively teach your kids something. So a lot of times, that's a lot of what parenting is in general is teaching your kids skills that they need in life. And that's like the big thing that we're trying to do as cycle breakers is actually teach our kids the skills that they need in life so that they're not, you know, an adult floundering like we probably were, but I mean, I was, I don't know about y'all not saying nothing, just me, but anyway. Um, so a lot of parenting is that seeing that there are things that we need to be teaching our kids and those things become made aware to us in certain moments right it's like something will happen and we'll realize oh my child has a hard time with these kind of social situations or oh my child has a really hard time with not being the center of attention or Oh, my child gets frustrated very easily and has a hard time with, like, staying committed and determined. He, they give up too easy. It's like we learn that they need to work on these things, right? But the thing is, is we will jump into trying to teach those things the minute that we become made aware of this. And oftentimes that is ineffective. Because usually whenever those lack of skills are made known to us are the moments that our children are feeling dysregulated, feeling vulnerable, feeling disconnected from us, their parents, the people that are supposed to be teaching them and you cannot learn whenever you are in that kind of negative energy. That's why it's like so important the kind of mourning that you give your kids before you send them off to school. Because whenever you're in that negative space in your head, it's hard for you to learn. So, in order for you to teach your kids something and be effective at like making it stick. Because I know y'all know, sometimes we say something to the kids and it goes like, whoosh, over their head. Or it goes one, in one ear and out the other. It's like, it seems like they didn't even hear us. And it's not that you're not teaching good things or you need new strategies to teach or that something's wrong with your child or whatever. A lot of times it is simply the timing that you are trying to apply this teaching because you are smart. You're very wise and your child is great and intelligent, you know? So it's like you guys just have your timing off is a lot of the problem most of the time. So, that is why whenever something happens that makes it known to you that your child is struggling, you need to make sure that you intentionally do a few things before you start trying to teach. Number one, I think that you should wait till another moment, if possible. Sometimes, not always possible, but... If it is, then great. But you always need to make that intentional connection. And you can make a connection really in any type of way. It really depends on like your child's temperament, your child's personality and their age. But one surefire way to always connect with someone is to see them. To acknowledge what they're going through and validate it. If you can't validate it, Which, validate does not mean condone or, you know, let someone get away with something or whatever. Validate just means that I understand you. And if you do not understand, don't try to fake validation because that's even more, like, frustrating to be on the receiving end of it. Whenever you can clearly tell somebody is faking trying to connect with you. But if you really don't understand, just pure acknowledgement is okay. But being seen and feeling understood, surefire ways to connect with your child in those moments. Connection before correction is a pretty foundational positive discipline concept. So always go in with that kind of mindset. And always remember that until you make that connection with your child in that moment, you're not really going to be able to teach anything and a lot of times like I kind of said this before but it's like teaching isn't really possible in those moments really the only things that you can do in those moments is prevent damage contain the overwhelm because that's whenever these kind of like misbehaviors and things come up where you see these things um Is whenever your child is feeling overwhelmed, stressed, something is depleted in their need bucket. Or they have a lack of skills and are being stressed out by it. But anyway, all of that to say that timing is so crucial. So crucial. Don't come in there and be like, oh, I'm going to teach him this right now because I'm ready. You need to focus on when your child is ready to be taught. And most of the time it's timing, right? But there's also some problems with the um, implementation and how you try to go about teaching them. A lot of times, as a cycle breaker especially, it's like we can sometimes feel a little lost on how to teach our kids because... We were only ever taught through like fear, shame, pain kind of stuff. And uh, the whole point of this is to not do that. And um, so sometimes you can feel kind of lost on what to do. So you try to like, you know, lean into how you learned academically because that is really the only way that you remember being taught in a non-threatening way. Um, Maybe. I don't know. Some teachers out here are crazy. But Anyway, academically is not always the most effective way to teach these kind of social and emotional skills, um, especially for younger children. Now, I am not knocking talking to your kids. Talking to your kids is fantastic. Even like toddlers, even like kids who can't even like form a coherent sentence or say more than a few words is It's awesome to talk things through with them because whenever you form a narrative for a child, it really takes a lot of the stress and confusion and aloneness out of that stressful distress or that distressful situation. But those are good at regulation, but it's not always the best at teaching skills. For younger children, it's always not all children under 9, 10 years old learn best through play. So it is always really great to play out these scenarios and you can do this in multiple ways. So it's like you can do it like you literally being the actor, like no toys, just you and your kid. and you guys are doing something and then you act out um, a scenario. That teaches the lesson that you're trying to teach and then you would act how your child, like you would play your child basically and play out the scene and then your child will play out the problem solver and then will witness you modeling those skills that they needed in that situation and then it will stick in their brain better because they were an active participant in playing out this scenario or you can do it with something like toys like let's say maybe you have two dinosaurs right and this dinosaur is trying to climb up the lego tower or something and it keeps falling down and getting upset and then says that it wants to quit and knocks over the tower right and then the other dinosaur is like Hey, that wasn't very nice. You can try again. It's not like, you know, doing the, the talk that most adults usually give kids whenever they're getting frustrated and giving up. Like, don't give up. You can do it. And then you play out the dinosaur. And this is the very crucial part. And whenever you play out these scenarios for children, don't make it so easy and simple. Because then it doesn't feel real. Like, that's not real life whenever somebody's like, oh, you can do it, don't quit, and they're like, okay, and then they try again. Like, that doesn't really, like, relate to how they feel at all, you know? Like, think about people that you, videos that you see on social media, and you're like, well, that's not relatable, and you don't really remember or learn anything from what the message was that they were trying to say. That's how it is whenever we try to speak to our children, whenever we're playing, And we don't make the scenes relatable because the whole point is, is if you were trying to build up resilience in your kid, then they wouldn't, they wouldn't, this scenario wouldn't even need to play out because it wouldn't happen in the first place. Like you wouldn't, but anyways, what I'm saying is, is that so the one dinosaur could be like oh don't give up and then like but it's so hard like what if I fall again and you play out all of the thoughts and the scary things that they could go through and it's like you have the other dinosaur be like yeah that could happen and that would be kind of scary and then you play out the conversation and basically like a way of how you would speak to your child in this situation to encourage them and teach them but you're you're doing it with two dinosaurs or two toys or maybe your your child is also playing and doing something else. I don't know. But yeah. And this works so well because it kind of like separates your child from this experience because there are some children who are highly sensitive and I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean like There are some kids who whenever you acknowledge their feelings, it kind of just makes them mad, you know, makes it worse. So, it's because it's like too close to how they're feeling and it's like they get overwhelmed because it's like you're making it too real, right? So, whenever you talk about their experience in like an external from them type of way... It helps them feel safer and it relates to them. And this is also a really effective way to deal with talking and teaching older children or teenagers because it's kind of the same thing. It's like preteens and teenagers are so quick to get like defensive and like critical and of the you and themselves, right? So Whenever you can talk about a situation, set like a situation that they're going through and separate it from them personally, but still make it relatable to them, then you're able to really like connect and teach them in those moments without putting so much like light onto them. And a big thing about this is like the whole point is that you're not putting all that pressure on them with young kids and older kids right so it's so important that after you do this kind of like teaching lesson you don't be like see and that's what you can do or see would that be so hard or do you think that that's something that you can do next time you feel frustrated because then you just made it real again right just trust the human brain trust the intelligence of your child trust the intelligence of yourself That you are able to connect with them and get something in their head without you having to, like, say something like that. Because I'm telling you, you might think that it's crazy. You might think you might not believe me. But I'm telling you, it's true. It's like psychology, man. So, just cut that part out. Just try to refrain from saying it. Your best. It's okay if you do sometimes. Sometimes I still do. But I'm just telling you that... It kind of diminishes the whole teaching point. Just trust that it's going to stick. And that it's something that they can refer to back in their mind. Okay? And this is kind of one of the shorter ones. But I really think that that's all I got. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope that this was helpful. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you loved this podcast, then please share it with your friends and leave us a review. This is how the podcast becomes more visible to more people and it makes it easier for others to find us. This is how we help other people that are looking to break the cycle. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching with me, then there is a link in the show notes and there's also a link in the bio of my Instagram, my TikTok, and my Facebook page. The first session is always free. And, uh, talk to you soon. Bye.